Welcome back to the Meaningful Talk Podcast. I'm your host, Denise, where we engage in meaningful conversations that stimulates the mind. Learning to love yourself is perhaps the greatest love of all, stated by the late and great Whitney Houston. Yet it's something that so many of us throughout the world struggle with every single day. To look in the mirror and to truly appreciate who we are as individuals. I must say one of the key components in loving yourself is accepting your flaws. That is when you really start to begin in the process of knowing yourself and discovering the beauty within you. There is so much treasure that lies in each and every one of us. Our uniqueness is what makes us great. If you don't have a good sense of self and who you are, then your mind could be ruled and controlled by anyone. And anything that one say or tell you about yourself is what you are more likely to believe. The first thing you have to know is that no one in this world can introduce you to yourself. You must introduce yourself to the world and those around you that you choose to. No one knows you better than yourself except for the creator. And that is what you must grasp. No one knows your weakness and your strength more than you and the God that created you. It is detrimental not to have self-love. And I tell you why. There's this saying, right, that says, you cannot love someone until you love yourself. And that is absolutely 100% true. We love to the degree in which we love ourselves. And if our cup is quarter or half full, we could never fully love anyone because we have never really, really loved ourselves. Because in order to give love, we must know love. And what better way than to introduce love to ourselves, to fall in love with ourselves, so that we could come to know each other and fall in love with the beauty of others. How could you give yourself to someone when you have no idea who you are? what you like from what you don't, what pisses you off, what makes you withdraw. How could you emotionally invest in a relationship, any relationship at all, it doesn't matter what kind of relationship, friendship, etc., whatever, if you have not put in work on your own self? Because what do you bring to the table to someone else? How could you emotionally give support to someone? How could you create a stable home and environment if you have not stabilized yourself from the inside and know who you are? and what you want because then you have to ask yourself well what does a stable home look like what does a stability in life look like and you don't know who you are and that's where so much of us fall short right because we don't know who we are and we're in search of this thing or whatever that society say is the perfect life but we have yet to discover who we are and that is crazy we must love ourselves and not love ourselves in a narcissistic way but in a way that we could be fully confident in knowing what we bring to the table and what we can do to advance someone else's life or add to someone else's life because they themselves whoever you choose would be best for them to know themselves as well right because that's when regret and resentment comes along if we don't take the time to know ourselves and love ourselves, certainly someone will come along in our lives that would feed all these energy into us for us to believe what they say 
is who we are. And that's how we lose ourselves before we even get a chance to know who we are. Okay then, so let's travel down this road of learning to love ourselves and what we need to know in order to get there. Listen to this excerpt from a monk joining the monastery. It's probably one of the most challenging things you can face in life. Because if you're not feeling well, what do you do? You go online, right? And the whole purpose of the monastery is to you strip everything and everyone away from a person and they only left with themselves. You give them two sets of robes, put them in a little hut, and you go like, yeah, live with yourself. And it becomes extremely painful because there's no escape. You see all the beautiful things about yourself and you see all the ugly things about yourself. And the f way to survive right off the bat is to learn to accept you for who you are. And if you don't accept yourself for who you are, you will never make it in the monastery. You just really have to put one, two arms around yourself and go, this is me. Accepting doesn't mean condoning. It's just acknowledging that this is where you are right now. You're made up of good things and not so good things, and it's okay. And I always look at myself as a building under construction. There's still work going on, the scaffolding, there's tools lying around, the nails. But it's a work in progress. And, and that's the first thing you have to do as a monk, is accept yourself for who you are. Because as soon as you go in, you're going to see everything. And if you don't accept yourself for who you are, you'll want to leave. Simplify your life. Everybody's so busy. Everybody's got a lot of things to do. We don't actually have a lot of things to do. And we, we don't have priorities in life. Most people don't have clear priorities in life. You know, I, for me, my goal is to simplify my life, simplify the number of people in my life, and simplify the number of things in my life. We only have a finite amount of energy each day, right? But every year, we have more people in our lives. Is that a fair statement? More Facebook friends, you have more people you're connected with, but your energy stays the same. So that's not a proportionate growth. If your energy is increasing every year proportionately with the number of things and people in your life, then we don't have to talk about this. But your energy level is the same. But the amount of people and things in your life are growing almost exponentially. So whereas that doesn't work. So for me, it's always about simplifying first the people and things into your life, into who and what's most important. Taking that finite energy that you have each day and focusing. Second step is learning how to focus and concentrate that finite amount of energy into the people and things that truly matter. Now you start to create a lifestyle that you actually love because you invest into people and things that matter. And the byproduct of that is happiness. Happiness is not a goal. And if you ask most people, what do you want in life? They say, I want to be happy. I always say you should never pursue happiness. Don't pursue happiness. Pursue a lifestyle where the byproduct of that lifestyle is happiness. So happiness comes as a byproduct. I spend time with the people that I love. What is my byproduct? I'm happy. I spend time with people I don't like. I'm not happy. So don't pursue happiness. Pursue a lifestyle that gives happiness. But in order to then to pursue that lifestyle, you need to be clear what you want in life. What's your purpose in life? And people don't know this because they don't spend any time with themselves. There you go. Simple question. What's wow. your purpose in life? No idea. What color is your tie, Brian? I think it's red. It's red, right? I mean, not very difficult to answer. But people don't know because they never spend any time with themselves. I always say, you know, people... People make time for everything and everyone else in their life, but they never make time for themselves. If you go up to someone who you know and say, like, would you like to catch up for coffee? Let's, let's do coffee. 
They're like, oh, I can't this week, but I can next week. How about Thursday, 7 p.m.? Perfect. I'll see you at this place. When was the last time someone is willing to take time out of their life to spend time with themselves? So if you want to get to know yourself, you need to spend time with yourself. But in a, in a way that you can inquire, right? So people say to me things like, oh, I walk my dog in the park, that's my time with myself. And they're like, no, it's not. That's you walking the dog. And we go like, oh, it's, you know, I go for a jog, that's my alone time. No, that's you jogging, avoiding traffic, watching where you're stepping so you don't trip and fall over. Spending time with yourself is sitting down, closing your eyes, not interacting with the outside world and actually going inside and having that conversation. So there you go. The key component, like I mentioned before, is getting to know yourself. You cannot begin to accept who you are without discovering who am I? What is it that my heart desire? Why do my heart desire this? And it's kind of tricky, right? But in the most fascinating way. Without even knowing, we stop wasting time on things that have no substance that doesn't add any value to our lives. Because now we realize we no longer need the, those things or need to be around those environments or people to feel valued. That is the beauty of getting to know yourself. You can immediately spot and recognize what is not for you. And from my experience, life becomes so much more calm and peaceful. There is less confusion and more acceptance of things we cannot control. And the thing is, we never stop discovering new things about ourselves, which is amazing. But our relationship that we have with others also become more meaningful and filled with more depth. Most of all, we learn to forgive others and let go of past hurt and pain because we are aware of our own shortcomings. I know who I am and what I am is perhaps one of the most fiercest statements anyone can proclaim and to live out a life molded by your discovering of who you are is a life fulfilling and also a very joyful life as well because you're walking in your life blueprint you're fulfilling your purpose of why you're here on earth remember we're not gonna like everything that we discover about ourselves but the key is acceptance and falling in love with the different layers that make us who we are at the beginning of the podcast, I referred to Whitney Houston's song, The Greatest Love of All, because I believe that this is the greatest love of all, learning to love yourself and accept yourself for who you are. And I just want to play the song for my listeners because it's so important. Yeah. 
born to be free, to love, to smile, to live intensely. Although at time love brings us pain, anguish, and tears, we can make suffering a listening to strength, determination, and self-love. Moving on and learning, looking for a smile, peace, and inner light. Thank you guys for joining me once again on another episode of the Meaningful Talk podcast. episode of the meaningful talk podcast drop every wednesday on spotify or wherever you get your podcast you can find us on facebook instagram twitter and via our youtube channel meaningful talk